Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. Welcome to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and the first member of Destiny's Child to get kicked out. Today's guest is a true breath of fresh air. She is a writer, actor, and a comedian currently embarking on her first national headlining comedy tour. She has a new animated series, Fairview, currently available on Comedy Central, and an animated feature, Washingtonia, out on Paramount Plus in the fall. Join me in giving a big, juicy welcome to Atsuko Akatsuka. Hello, Atsuko. Hi, Solomon. How are you? I'm very happy. It's always good to see you. It's great to see you, too. I love that we have the same thing with our uh, recording videos. Like, we're very up close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just like it feels so safe, you know, through a screen. Yeah. Like we're about to make out. I feel like that's what's about yeah. to... I mean, because <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't dare do this to a human person in their face these days, really, right? I would. You would? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just, just do like... to scare people. <laughs> no, I've not been close to anyone's face in so long and I miss telling secrets. <laughs> I tried to do the elbow dab with someone the other day. You know, the elbow greeting. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, are we still doing that? Ugh. And I was like, oh. Oh, wow. I was wow. like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gotten rid of a habit from two days ago. Okay, first of all, the pandemic isn't over. So that person can calm the fuck down. Am I still wearing a mask? Yeah. Yeah. Is the world not on fire anymore? Is that what we're assuming? Like, <laughs> honestly, like, you're lucky that I'm even doing an elbow touch. I, do, I did hand waves at people. I'm like... I don't know you that well. Yeah, exactly. So I love this. I love this. With a screen, <laughs> I feel invincible. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not, I can't spit on your face. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. know what I smell like. <laughs> this is me and my best, Solomon. Honestly, I feel like I love not being able to go somewhere to talk to people sometimes. I know. It's that drive. It's that, what am I going to wear? Well, you have a great fashion sense. Thank you. Where did that come from? I truly don't know. I don't know a lot of where my personality comes from or like the things <laughs> I gravitate towards. Because if you look at my family, they're just like, whatever's easy, you know? Yeah. And that's me too. I want to leave the house as fast as I can, you know? <laughs> and so like, I admire, you know, if you have to put on a wig, if yeah. you have to do the glamming, like, you know, you do sometimes, Solomon. But I don't do that often. Most of the time when I go outside the house, it's like, I have like essential clothing. And I just throw it together. Yeah, but you wear tight pants. No, I used to, I used to wear tighter pants. I've, I've, I moved out of the skinny jean phase because I feel like my ankles need to breathe now. You're, it's your ankles that, that it was tightest on? It was tight everywhere. <laughs> and there's been some photos where I'm like, 
oh, wow, I guess my junk is that. <laughs> is that snug? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say out of everything, it's the ankles. Like, they're making pants wrong. <laughs> well, I, th- I think there's nothing I can do about the, the groin area. It's always going to be tight around there. That's just who I am. No, of course. <laughs> say it out loud. Say it out proud. Okay. <laughs> right here on the juice. I stuff. That's what I'm saying, that I stuff my pants on the juice. I'm telling people <laughs> now, this is a secret. No one can say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. It's been recorded. Um, <laughs> but let's let's talk about, well, you, like, you, how old were you when you came to the States? I came when I was 10. Yeah. You were 10. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was four. So you have like a better memory of of coming from another country than I do. I think so. Yeah. Even though like a lot of it, you do end up blacking out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like my first earliest memory, my strongest one is flying to America. Oh, how long is that flight? I, can, I don't you? remember how long it was, but I do remember I was like, I asked for a yogurt. And uh-huh. in my family, like there's no flavored yogurt. My mom just gave us plain yogurt. Uh huh. So the flight attendant gave me a strawberry yogurt. And I never had it. I never, and like, it's, it's so sad that the greatest thing I ever had as a child was strawberry yogurt, but I was yeah. like fully obsessed with it. And I wanted more. And my mom's like, you're never going to taste strawberry yogurt for the rest of your life. But you were about to, because you were oh, yeah. coming to the great US of A. The land of strawberry yogurt. <laughs> That's and then all I needed. There, and then you were like, there's gogurt too. You could just squirt it in your mouth. There's all kinds of yogurt once you get here. Yeah. Yo plate. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Isn't it so wild, the child immigration experience versus what your parents were probably yes. thinking and having to go through emotionally uh, was different because you're just like, oh, yeah. I'm distracted by this strawberry flavored thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and your mom's worrying about like, OK, once we get there, we have to do this. We have to do that. Oh, I'm like, I feel like, yeah, my mom was always concerned. But there was always, like she was like fully pregnant when we came to the States. Like she was like eight mm. months into pregnancy. Oh. and. So I don't know how she did anything uh, because we were obnoxious. Do you have siblings or? You know, it's complicated. <laughs> I'm like, a, I'm a little like Cinderella. Mm-hmm. I have half siblings because they don't like me. Oh, they don't that's like fine. Me. Yeah. It happens sometimes. <laughs> well, because my mom, my mom was the sort of evil stepmom uh, to them. Mm. And she was very like, she was kind of, a, she was actually abusive to my half sister and half brother. So when she had me, when I entered the household, uh, I was kind of like, oh, it's the product of, you know, the evil, evil stepmom. Yeah. I remember you telling, which was also in one of yours on your set too, which what I love is when you talk about living in the garage for seven years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That garage is that villain for me. <laughs> <laughs> what was like, you came here undocumented. Like, was there, how was that process? You just stay, you can tell them to come to you and just stay past a visa or... Right, right. Yeah. What you do if you're a parent, Mm -hmm. because I had nothing to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) What you do is tell your child you're going somewhere for a two month vacation. So in their mind, they think they're going somewhere temporary. Because for some reason, they think that's protecting them from, I don't know, a permanent move. And then, and then, yeah, they had planned to overstay our tourist visas the whole time. Okay. But but it's it sucks because like I packed lightly, you know. I only had like a one. I had I had like a just a carry on suitcase for two months. That's still not enough. I was a kid. I mean, what did I have? <laughs> what do I need? I literally. I was like, I wear the same like four outfits. Oh, then you're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't like I need documents and I need photos of my family. I was I was in my. You know what I'm saying? I don't have like safe boxes and stuff. Like that's yeah. that's adult stuff. I was 10 years old. 
<laughs> so I brought like I brought like a doll. Where in Japan were you living before you? I was in Chiba, like near Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's where Tokyo Disneyland is. Oh. It's wild because I moved from like near a Disneyland to another Disneyland <laughs> in in LA. <laughs> and I just was like, I think my family's just obsessed with amusement parks. <laughs> I was like, again? <laughs> So when did you like? When did you sort of figure out that you were like, oh, this is where I am now? And I, like, did they enroll you in school? And that's when you figured it out. Yeah, I got enrolled in school, and then I think, and then when I said earlier that you you kind of black out some of your immigration experience as a kid, is because like that was hard to swallow. I didn't yeah. say I didn't say goodbye to my friends in Japan. Oh, yeah. I didn't say bye to my dad because I truly thought I was going back after two months. Because that's how vacations work. You go back. Yeah. And and so I got enrolled in school and then yeah. things were moving so fast that I just was like, okay, I have to learn English now. I don't want to get mm-hmm. picked on. I need yeah. I need friends. I, I can't be alone. Yeah. So I was just too busy trying to assimilate that like I kind of yeah. let Japan fizzle away from the possibility of a place that's my home anymore. Yeah. And at the same time, there's a lot of in home, like home life that I was dealing with. You know, like a, a garage truly isn't enough space to hold three people and their problems. Not at all. It's, uh, I think uh, a garage is actually not even enough space for one person and their problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's storage for other stuff. That's the whole point. Of yeah, you got three generations of women. I was oh, going through wow. puberty. My, oh. mom, my mom has schizophrenia. And then I, mm-hmm. I got an eating disorder. Like... A garage is not enough space for schizophrenia and an eating disorder. No, I agree. I believe that uh, you should have at least one of the two in there, but not both. Maybe just one. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe an additional room. You know what I'm saying? That's just like a lot that my grandma had to like hear. It's a lot to hear. You know what I mean? So like now I'm trying to figure out like, so being as an immigrant kid myself, I definitely heard stuff around me. Do you remember, do you call any like what's been said behind your back as rumors uh, as a kid? Yeah, and sometimes it's in your face too, oh, yes. right? <laughs> oh, that's, yes, that's, oh, that's, oh, the bullying. Yes, that's I'm very aware. <laughs> was yours a lot of behind the back or in front of your face or equally? It depends. Like, was it a lot? You're a beautiful person. <laughs> no, I was. I was mean. Uh, so I, oh. I talked back, which is as a nerdy immigrant kid, you're not really supposed to do. But I, I had enough grasp of English to be just as mean back to the uh, to other kids. Wow. Okay. But yeah, I feel like when I first got here, the shit talking was more towards my face because I, I didn't have I didn't understand it that much. But the better I got at English, the more it became behind my back. Mm, interesting. Because yeah, especially if you fight back, you know, oh, yeah. they were smart. They were like, no, no, he snaps. Well, I was also a snitch, which also didn't help. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you you learned to survive. I was very much like a submissive person, very passive. Mm. So it wasn't fun to say it to my face because I didn't know I wouldn't react. Yeah. You know, people feel guilty if you're passive. I think so. Like, oh, OK. Oh, my God. I don't think she's well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's only fun if she says your mama back. <laughs> it is like if there's if somebody's not coming back and they're just looking sad, you're just the biggest piece of shit. And some people don't mind being that, too. Yeah. But I went to a predominantly uh, Latinx school. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so I was like learning a lot of um, things like eating tacos, for example. Yeah. Right. Like eating Mexican food for the first time. And yeah, a lot of my classmates were Latinx. And it wasn't like really shit talking, but one girl who was nice enough told me why some of the people were giggling um, a lot about my name. 
because uh, one girl and thank thank God for her, Darlene. She was like, hey, by the way, like uh, your name in Spanish means something that makes people want to throw up. Asco. So it's not Atsko, but Asko, Asko means like, I guess you say that about something that literally makes you so sick to the stomach. It makes you want to throw up. <laughs> and so they weren't making fun of me. It was more like, yeah. dang, that na- that like, that's so close to that, that word. You are literally saying I'm puke. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, just letting you know, you know, um, so I don't know what you want to do about that, but <laughs> there's nothing you can do. About that. <laughs> and then my teacher was like, "Oh, maybe you can go by Stacy." Oh. So I went by Stacy for like a year. Yeah, Stacy. That is not even close. I've yeah, we had. I'm the only f- family member who had a name that directly translated. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my name yeah. is my family pronounces my name Solomon, but it's mm-hmm. Solomon in the states, and that doesn't. Dif- but yeah, everybody in my family got a new name that is nowhere near their actual name. Were you named after that king? Because I've seen you. Yes. I've seen that tweet. It was so perfect. It's like the person trolling you was setting you up. It was something about babies, like maybe about abortion. And you oh. said, I'm named after a king that wanted to cut a baby in half. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was so perfect. I mean, you're you're good at, you are good at clapping back. You're fucking fantastic online as well. Don't, first of all, your TikTok presence and... The joy of the drop challenge has been wonderful for me to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm more like Mr. Rogers vibe. I don't clap back. <laughs> yeah, but you, you're so you're such a good person that no one wants to come at you immediately like they do with me. Oh, that's so sweet. No, those comments are just deleted or muted or... Uh... <laughs> I used to be very aggressively like come back at people, but now I'm like, you know what? Let's Mental let's... health, baby. Yeah, mental health. I'm also out of burns. I'm just, I'm not, I don't care as much anymore as well. Me neither. You come at me today, today, Otsko, if you told me, hey, you know what your name means in Spanish? I would be like, you know what? Tell me. And it's fine. I'm going to let it wash over me. I won't go by Stacy because <laughs> that's not my name. That's not your name. That's a, I also, that is one of the songs in the, uh, that's not my name. That's the name. <laughs> she said, I know. They call me Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> they call me her. <laughs> that's not my name that song is about you and it's like it's like I've, I've seen you used right now all over the place with tiktok but you are generally that song is specifically about your experience you know what you just reminded me i have to make a tiktok <laughs> um but the <laughs> no when that song by the ting tings came out it did really speak like to me it really yeah. did i don't think they ever thought they were speaking to anybody i think they were yeah like an immigrant she, girl might've, she might have walked by you one day and heard you get called Stacy and barely respond to it. <laughs> <laughs> she was right by Richland Elementary School and they she looked at me in my bowl cut and was like, hold on, there's no way that's her name. <laughs> Which I don't know, that could be racist. What maybe it could be my name. It could be my name. There's there's a way you react to not your name than your actual name. Like I respond very well to Solomon, but when my my family says my name the right way, I respond a little more joyfully because oh, wow. that's the it's to hear your name pronounced the way you want it. You're always going to yeah. be a little more excited. Well, will you teach me? And can we role play really quick? It's like Sailor Moon. Uh, so Solomon. Yeah. So oh, Solomon. So, yeah. So Solomon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm. Uh, so you've just come home. Okay. Welcome home, Solomon. <laughs> Hello. How's it going? Oh. How's it going? <laughs> you did How's it going, change. Stacey? <laughs> you did change. You did change. There's I'm, always I'm, a little joy. Like, it's like, I'm always going to be happy to teach people, but it's also like, I don't, 
it's unnecessary. And also, like when people start doing it around me, like it's I just feel weird when too many people try to pronounce it correctly. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I know, I know, but I wanted to give you a little taste of home again. Thank you. I appreciate that. You made this podcast twice as. <laughs> I think I, I don't want to derail the podcast, but there's know. no derailing. <laughs> but now we have to talk about gossip, like gossip culture. Like what what is gossip in your family like? I already know from just the little bits that I know that my family is so not as lively as yours. <laughs> I don't know. I'm my mom is is her own thing, but your mom, you grew up with a schizophrenic mom, so that's a whole other concept as well. <laughs> right, right, right. I love how you hear like I grew up in a garage with a schizophrenic <laughs> mom, and my life is nowhere near as interesting as yours. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it was still like a quiet, quiet chaos. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I think of your family, I think conversations, laughter, even oh. if it's fights. You know. It's words being exchanged. Mm-hmm. Like our family will sit, me, my mom, my grandma, my uncle and aunt, we'll have a dinner and we'll exchange no words like for the entire time. Wow. That kind of thing. They'll just sit in silence. For some reason, it's just like, I don't know if it was like too much pain of the past. They would rather just kind of like, you know, pass the salt, please. And when someone says that, we jump because <laughs> it, it, it had been quiet, you know. So gossip in my family, it wasn't until, you know, one of my blood uncles married this woman, my auntie, and she was sort of a shit starter. She's the only one that sort of started gossips in the family. Yeah. I love that for you. I Look, I think one gossip in the family is at least necessary. It kind of uh, shakes things up. It airs out secrets. Yeah. Were you ever involved in any rumors? Did you start? Did you spread any gossip on your own regards as a teen or? In- no, I was always the subject of the matter. <laughs> oh, now I want to know. I want to hear all the gossip that you experienced. I've never started one. I was always busy trying to put out fires that other people started about me. Oh my god! Whether it's like you know, in high school, my bully. It's so stupid too because it just exposes her in so many different aspects, mm-hmm. but. I told her she had nice legs because I'm I'm very open. I'm an open book. And she also had nice legs. She had nice legs. I told her she had nice legs. But, you know, you yeah. know, that time. Oh, yeah. High school. Yeah. The worst time to say any compliment to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and also everyone's like <laughs> deathly afraid of being gay. Oh, my God. Just yes. deathly. And so so like it, I told her she had nice legs and then she just went, ew. And then in front of all her friends and they all giggled. And then it was like literally right after lunch, the next period, it was just Atsuko's a lesbian, Atsuko's a lesbian, Atsuko's a lesbian. <laughs> so all these girls were afraid to like even get near me, you know, for the rest of the semester because it's okay. What if I was? Y'all yeah. are fucking so stupid. <laughs> like, like all of it was so villainous. All yeah. of it was toxic. It gossips like that. Now, now yeah. she's come to my comedy shows. Oh, because um, I'm in LA and she stayed in LA too. We both went to high school, Venice High School. Now she works for nonprofits. She's trying to like turn her life around. Well, it's been a while, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I say it's a little too late, bitch. But. <laughs> I know. Uh, not going to count. <laughs> I'm taking this to the grave. Yeah, exactly. I think I still think you're a homophobe, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and another time is this aunt that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, this aunt that married into the family. <laughs> I always say that because I don't know why. I think it must sting more to say that. Yeah. Like, I, I find it funny because you're like, you know what? If you weren't married, I wouldn't want you here. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm, is what mm-hmm. it, is it the vibe it's giving off? Yeah, yeah. It's very much like you joined us, okay? Yes. You married my uncle who's a doctor because, you know, he has some money. Without him, you're nothing kind of thing. <laughs> but <sighs> she, so she, it, it makes me feel better. I've never said that to her face because, again, I'm mm. a very passive person. But she um, saw me put, post a thirst trap this mm-hmm. was when I was more on Facebook, on yes. Facebook, and she uh, screenshot it and sent it to my other aunt <gasps> and said, can you believe, because she has a vendetta against my grandma. She hates that her husband, who's a doctor, supports mm-hmm. my grandma financially sometimes, you know, because, yeah, my grandma, but you know, she's she, grandma. <laughs> She, she raised him. That's literally the requirement of life is to take care of your parents at a certain point in time. I agree. Totally. My grandma has a bad knee. She's on Social Security. She only lives on $900 a month in Los Angeles. Yeah. And she takes care of my mom with schizophrenia. Give her money. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's able to support her. So he does. But so she, because of that, she has a vendetta against my grandma. So she sent the picture of me. She used me as the weapon because it was a mm-hmm. thirst trap. You know, I just had my top off and there were hands over my nips. Tasteful. Yeah, it's not even that wild. It's like it's, it's just, a Janet Jackson uh cover. That's it was what it an is. homage to that, exactly. That is tasteful, that is clever, it is fun, shows you're a mm-hmm. good person. You'll show a little, but you'll never show too much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wait, can I, you say I, that again? I, I'm just gonna repeat those same words back to her. To be honest, I want to take the same photo now myself. Yeah, <laughs> I think, you know, and I'll be the hands. Yeah. You know what? Come on over. <laughs> just... Let me just get my nails done and I'll be the hands. <laughs> I just want to make sure I get I have nice nails for that photo. But I will I, think I those will are good. Okay, all right. I'll be over right after this. <laughs> um but <laughs> So so she told my aunt, can you believe, look at this picture of Otsko. Can you believe grandmother would raise such a slutty, you know, monster, all kinds of things, you know, just like this degenerate. Like she makes it sound like you're in porn. Right. And, <laughs> and even then it's fine. Even then it's fine. It's all these people afraid of just... It just shows their true colors more, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's like, oh, no, you're a lesbian or like, yeah. oh, no, you're naked. It's like, it's all toxic stuff, but all to blame my grandma. And so yeah. this other aunt who is more open minded decided to tell my grandma, like, hey, heads up, other auntie who married the rich doctor <laughs> is talking about and sharing photos of Otsko topless saying that you did a terrible job raising her. Wow. Um, so that was like the main, yeah. And so my grandma, oh. yeah. And my so grandma's the sweetest up. person. My grandma has done nothing but caretake for people all her life. Yes. She raised, you know, she raised me because my mom couldn't. Look, as somebody you know. who's only seen your grandmother from afar and through video, I, she seems like one of the greatest human beings. Yes, and she's so open-minded. That's why mm-hmm. she doesn't mind photos like that. My, my grandma has been so accepting of, all kinds of things. And so my grandma didn't mind. She just wanted to let me know. So she was just like, hey, by the way, um, this picture of you is circulating because of your aunt. And I was like, my aunt? I didn't even know she could use the Wi-Fi. She knows how to, like, it's not like my enemy from high school. It's like, it's like some 60-year-old bitch is circulating a nude photo of me. She looks obsessed. (laughs) She is. That's probably the case. What There's, it's always weird the people that decide to get upset about things that don't need to make them upset. You should tell her you don't like her to her face. See, I haven't done that, but you're kind of like, 
Can we now? Can we role play again? Where, yeah. where I'm, I'm gonna be the aunt because yes, I don't know. Now again, she's a very cold person. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So we'll role play. You're playing the aunt. Yeah, and you're me. And so this is the trick. Like you see her. Okay. And before she says anything, you go. Ha, yeah. Ha, sh- oh, okay. I don't like you. Really. And then you walk away, and they never talk to you ever again. Okay, I came all the way to LA, but <laughs> you know what? I still don't like you. Good to know. Fine. Yeah. And I I don't like you either. Good. Congratulations. I knew that. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll see you at dinner then. Don't, no, 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 no. I don't like you. So you sit, you, you eat in the living room. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's bold. See? Yeah. I'm so scared to do when that. When I'm in a room, you're not in that room. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be at dinner. Okay. But in my mind, you're not there. You're not there. Like, so it's like that. It's more like... Oh, ice them out. Oh, that is the best. That's it's more psych- of a psychological thing. It's truly icing people out right in front of them. I think it's a powerful thing to do. Yeah. Like I recommend it. She worked against you. She, But you know what? That's just my advice. No, of course. I like that psychological thing because we don't have to figure out the tangibles of like, well, we're actually going to be in the same room. Look, as far as I'm concerned, she came from my friend. Mm-hmm. She made her feel less than when she shouldn't. And honestly, I don't like her either. And if I see her, I'll tell it to her face. Oh my God. She'll be like, and you are, I'll be like, oh, that's when I get offended. That's when I'll get offended. I'll be like, Solomon Giorgio? Fuck. Beloved comedian Solomon Giorgio of Los Angeles. How of, dare you? Of many not credits. Know who I am. Of many credits. <laughs> of many credits. He's done so many things. <laughs> Around here. Of late night? Of <laughs> Team Coco? <laughs> That's when I'll get pissed. Because I won't stand up for myself. All right, Atsuko. It's time to feast on the wonderful gossip that our listeners send us. It's mailbag time. Let's do it, mailbag. You ready for this? Uh, yes. So Somebody submitted something that I just... Well, that was very good and want to share with you. Um, so here it is. One summer when I was a nanny, my four-year-old charge said, it's Tuesday. We can't go to that park. We have to go to this park and right away. <gasps> Turns out there was a whole rival ice cream truck mafia situation <laughs> this kid had uncovered and mapped out to take full advantage of. Trucks from opposing crews were showing up to the wrong park on the wrong day Five to 15 minutes ahead of the regularly scheduled truck and undercutting prices by 25 cents. (gasps) The kid had serious opinions about which crew ran the better merch. So we had to go early to the park in order to get discount popsicles, the good ones, which we enjoyed on a bench while watching the rival drivers yell loudly and gesticulate wildly at each other when inevitably the regular scheduled truck arrived on time. (gasps) It was better and tastier than the soaps I watched with my babysitter as a kid. Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh my God. Run this kid for president. Honestly, first of all, turf wars. I've not seen any form of turf wars, especially with ice cream. (laughs) Like street vendor turf wars, I think I would love to see more of those. But I feel like ice cream turf wars, that is like... Yeah. That is iconic. That's hot goss. And I love this kid because this kid is standing up for the underdog and and knowing this unfairness that's going on. Well, I don't know if it's the underdog. It's just a person who has the regular schedule ice cream time. <laughs> well, okay, loyalty. I don't think that, to... I think that person. I don't think it's like, like a wealthy. Like it's not like a Baskin Robbins <laughs> that they have to <laughs> fight in front of. 
it's it's still another ice cream truck. Oh, you know what? I had misunderstood. But <laughs> but the kid was like wanting a certain ice cream truck over. Well, it's it's a discount. It's a discount, and discounts are. I'm fully supportive of discounts. Um, of course. And I love, I, for me, like, I like especially, I feel like I fought over ice cream a lot as a kid. Yeah. Uh, especially. You did? I'm one of so many children. Oh, um, right. So anything, anytime we had anything good, it was a boxing match. Wow. Uh, like, my mom would just, like, would, like, buy something and just throw it at the table. Like, she was, like, throwing a bomb into a war zone. <laughs> <laughs> and just going, take it! And then she just walks away. I feel for you, Solomon. I didn't have to do that as sort of an only child, you yeah. know? I overate. I always overate. Uh, and I feel like you don't know that feeling. Oh, I'm sure you. I overate as well. Uh, I <laughs> overeat now. So it's really... <laughs> whatever I didn't get as a kid, I've given myself as an adult 10 times over. <laughs> yes. And you, you should, you know, you deserve it. Oh, I should. So I totally misunderstood the Turf Wars story. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was like, don't get the, don't get this guy's because the other guy's, you know, this is his spot. Did you have any thing. Turf War situations growing up? Like, did you have to do that, especially in the garage? Like, you're like, this is my side and only my <laughs> side. <laughs> well, I was a, I was a cheerleader and um, there was this Denny's that we would hang out at a lot. And my cheer squad isn't like what you saw in Bring It On. It wasn't like the blonde girls in Bring mm -hmm. It On. Our cheer squad was like, if I didn't join cheer, I would have joined a gang. Those were the kind yes. of girls on it. Like a few of the girls I, the, the, in there. I, I love these girls with my whole heart. And I want to watch Same. <laughs> Those were my true, my first true friends. You know, yeah. my first true friends, they had my back. And I'd never like been around fights and stuff until I was with these girls. Yeah. And there was this day we would always eat. I didn't. Okay. I I held people's things while <laughs> I was like I was like <laughs> I was like on the sideline cheering because you know we were cheerleaders. Yeah, you were cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like cheer them on from the sideline. Hit hit hit, hit, hit her in the face. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. J U A N I T A. Go Juanita. Yeah. That was like <laughs> I still got your earrings. You know. Um, <laughs> I, so one time it was because it was like overstepped the flag team. Um, mm -hmm. The flag team were like sort of our rivals kind of. Yeah. Um, one of the girls on the flag team slept with a cheerleader's boyfriend <gasps> and was also eating at that Denny's that we ate at. <laughs> it's so stupid. But a fight broke up in the park, uh, broke out in the parking lot. And um, yeah, I remember that being like the first big sort of brawl. It was like my first West Side Story mm -hmm. moment, you know. Who won? The cheerleaders. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got flips. We got like, yeah. we got handsprings and flips and cartwheels and splits. The flag team kind of waved flags around. Yeah. No offense. And no offense. But they don't do no as many. No full offense. I'm 100% on board. Well, I don't <laughs> understand why you need to twirl flags around for the life of me. <laughs> There's going to be listeners who are like, I was a color guard. Come find me. I'll tell you exactly where I live. <laughs> we had to catch whole ass people. No, that's stuff. like when they twirl them up that I, that I'm very impressed with. That color guard stuff is great. But like most of the flag teams is like twirling it in like sit like the space. And it's not like, it's not like it doesn't train you for a down. fight. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't no. train you for a fight. Unless you have a flag. <laughs> on <Yes. hand. laughs> Which they didn't because they were just going to eat at Denny's. Like I've watched some solid, solid fights throughout my life. Like uh, mm -hmm. I've seen my mom fight once too. Um, <laughs> Wait, didn't she fight like a 
lion or am I crazy? Am I? Oh, it was a cow. It's uh, a. <laughs> she fought that, a that's cow. A, that's a long I've been story. telling people it's a lion. <laughs> no, there's no lion. Well, there is lion, but it's it's a whole. But uh, the the, the time. <laughs> There's this one time this woman, uh, like my brother, my baby, my baby brother was like really little wearing diapers and he pooped himself like a baby would. And mm-hmm. this woman like smacked him. Uh, oh. And my mom saw that. And my mom was like, oh, no, I'll just take care of it. Like she's like, I'll, I'll just give me my, my son. I'll change his diaper. And she handed my brother over to my mom and my mom immediately just grabs her by the hair. Oh my and just God. drags her to the door and like kicks her out. And her, the woman's hair still stays in my mom's hand because it'll weave. Oh my god. <laughs> that's I don't know if like that's crazy or if the yeah. cow. No, it's like there's there's so many more of those stories that I have. <laughs> 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 Just lots of violence in my life uh from birth to to actually it's been very non-violent the last uh 20 years. It's been a very no, chill 22 well, that, years. That's what happens when you move out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my parents like, well, yeah, I think that's just what I like. Like, I, all, cause I we were all we were also violent ourselves too, because that's because mm-hmm. we were allowed to be. And so, when so we we got in a lot of fights, uh, but uh, yeah. very few fights outside of my family. Very few fights, out, like very very few. Mm, yeah, it's probably like three or four. Right, right. It's more in your family, which yeah, is... what I'm saying is that we should start a fight club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I still just watch? you can hold my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very reliable. I was really good at that. Girl, I'm gonna start wearing earrings so you can hold them whenever I can. <laughs> I will. I will. I, yeah, I'll hold everything. I'll hold. I'll hold your Mac, makeup, your wig, your, your shoes. Wig. Whatever yeah. you need me to hold. <laughs> and that's it for the mailbag. To all of you who sent in stories, thank you so much. And if you think your story should be heard on the juice, send it in. Visit teamcoco.com/slash/heyjuice. After a short break, Atsuko and I are going to the phone to hear about a blind date with a shocking conclusion. We'll be back with the juice line. Don't go anywhere. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because... If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
Welcome back to the Juice. Asko, now's the time in the show when we get on a call with someone who had an extra juicy story. Is this the segment where you bring on my aunt? (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. This is like a Jerry Springer type show. (laughs) We're like, now Asko, your auntie Wailing is here. We call it the Juice Line. And I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Amy. She has a really great story and I want to ask her all about it. Can we catch her in? Please hold. Thank you. Oh, welcome, Amy. Hey, Amy. How are you guys? <laughs> Hello. Hi, Thank you for being on my podcast. It's so good to see you. What a treat to drop in. <laughs> well... Apparently, you have some gossip for us, and I would love to hear every single tiny detail. I have some good gossip for you guys. It's also kind of a mystery, so it's unsolved. It remains unsolved. A friend of mine went out on a date. uh, This was a few months ago. Met the guy on an app. They were having like a pretty normal conversation. Normal enough that they were, he could pick her up at her apartment. So she told him where she lived, you know. But there was like banter and they both loved chain restaurants. So he decided he would take her to Bubba Gump Shrimp Co. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, perfect, like looking forward to it. And then she's telling me about the date and she's like, I knew the minute I saw him in person, I wasn't into it. He had like a, a weird vibe. There was just mm. something a little off. He was a man. But she was like, but I was there at Bubba Gump Shrimp Co. So I ate as many shrimp as possible. They got some sort of like all-you-can-eat shrimp and she ate, ate, ate as many shrimp as possible. He takes her home. It's like, she's still got the weird vibe, but it ends uh, anticlimactically. And then she didn't ghost him, but she like made it clear that she wasn't interested. I think she just sent a simple text that was like, you know, not the right vibe, but had a good time. But he never responded. That was it. Then a week later, she gets a letter in the mail, an envelope, a little bit heavy, no return address. She opens the envelope. It's filled with shrimp tails. No. What? Shrimp tails. What? That's it. She opens it and they um, burst out of the envelope. They like scatter around. No note. Doesn't know who they're from. He had never spoken to her again. (gasps) And the mystery remains unsolved. Why did he send the shrimp tails? Was it even him? Was it the the shrimps from that night? Nobody knows. If he saved them... (laughs) That's insane. I love or did that he have to go back to Papa Gump's and eat a bunch of shrimp? Or did he just eat shrimp that night and it had and just sent her the tails? And what do the tails mean? I, I love that. That's your question, Solomon. Is it the same shrimps from that night? How would you know? <laughs> I feel like because that's for sure. Like the crazy thing would be if he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna save the shrimp tails from our date <laughs> for." For something else. <laughs> yeah, but also it's like, what was that supposed to, what was the message there? Like, you only wanted me for the shrimp. Now I'm going to send you the, t- like, was it a godfather? Like, I think so. Horse's head. I think so. Amy, that, is- that, I think you solved it. That wow. was really poetic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we figured out that that is a crazy thing to do to another person. This is why I don't date anymore. It's not worth it. <laughs> well, then I was like, why did you have him pick you up? Like, this guy knows where you live and he sent you shrimp tails. That's the part. Like, you only wanted me for my shrimps. <laughs> Imagine being that person. Like, the only reason she wanted to go out with me is to get bubble gump and co. 
I'm sure he. Re- I'm sure he was like, I sh- I'm never taking another woman out for shrimp ever again. Oh That's an absolute God. lie. He probably was taking somebody. He probably went on another date and <laughs> it didn't work out well. <laughs> and I'm he said so- the shrimp from that bad day. She said that the shrimp. Matt, have you ever been there at Bubba Gum Shrimp? at the no. like Universal near no, the Universal sure. Studios. I've been wanting to. There's a big shrimp mascot who like stands outside. Mm, mm. And he hasn't been around in COVID, but I think he's like finally back. Anyway, he was like waving to them as she left and she was like, I'll never forget that shrimp mascot. And then <laughs> the worst date I ever, the worst end of a date that I ever went on. He being oh sent shrimp tails. Do you think he does this with other foods too? Like chicken? But it's just the bones. Yeah, it's, I, I feel like this is not like his like first go at it. I feel like this has happened multiple times. He's like he's like sending like yeah, chicken bones was the first round. Yeah, pizza. Just, it's just the crust. Just the crust. <laughs> the crust. How dare you leave the crust? Yeah, I'm out, I'm looking for shrimp tail. And if, if he's listening to this podcast, contact me at mm-hmm. my email address. BigJugsRule at gmail.com, which is actually my email address. (laughs) And tell me what you meant by those shrimp tails. Yeah, we need a confirmation exactly on what those shrimp tails mean. Uh, Why are you you crazy? And can you stop being crazy? (laughs) What if it wasn't even him? What if she has some other enemy who sent her shrimp tails and she just assumed it was him? (laughs) Just a weird coincidence. She could have done it herself. She might be a sleep shrimp sender. Oh, Oh, you think she said it to me to get attention? (laughs) (laughs) Anything can happen. The world has a hundred possibilities. Well, how is she doing now? Is her is she at least Yeah. You know, she has a boyfriend. Aww. And it's not him. So she it worked. And I hope so. It worked for her. Hinge worked for her. She met someone. Oh, Hinge? Oh, the worst. That is <laughs> that's, that's the one so where they can fun. leave voice messages on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And listen, and that's where she met Shrimp Tail guy. So obviously it's a dangerous place, but then she <laughs> met a normal oh. guy. It's it's a cesspool and then with like a few good very few options. But I'm very glad. I'm very happy for her. I'm very glad Thank that you. she will Hopefully it could have been worse. It could have been us. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> no, I was going to say, sorry, I cut you off. No, it's so dumb now. It's so dumb now. <laughs> no, I want to hear it oh, twice as much. <laughs> I said it could have been worse. You could have found it in a cereal box. But then... <laughs> oh, shrimp. Yeah, shrimp tail guy. Oh, anyway. yeah. I forgot about that yeah, guy. Yeah, that's a miss. And then everybody on Twitter started bringing up how he's like actually a bad person. And then he just left Twitter. Wow. But maybe, he, you know, where he didn't leave? Hinge. <laughs> He's, see you brought it back around oh thank you, thank you. <laughs> I had to I was like oh no I brought up a reference that I don't know is kind of old and maybe people don't know about it anymore we would have figured it out it would have been like sometimes explaining the joke is worth it it works <laughs> it sometimes works <laughs> oh yeah I'll never do it ever again I, I also want to say just one more detail mm, yes please is that the shrimp did smell bad Ooh. Like the tail Some... smelled weird when she opened it. Like she held the envelope and she was like, something's odd about this envelope, you know? So I don't know if that helps clue wise. I, I feel like shrimp tails don't have like a good smell. Like okay, so that's smell. not unusual. To, okay. I just thought I maybe, think, yes, maybe it was the same shrimp from, from Dan. <laughs> Although she would have seen him put it in his pocket anyway. Because like what else could he have done? Like just put him up his butt? And then take him out. <laughs> You're right. You know what? Release me. Release me from this room and the mortal coil. I'm ready. <laughs> you guys figure it out. We'll figure it out. Thank you so much, Amy. That's such a good fucking story. Bye. 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 Oh my God. People oh are sick. Gosh. Get me out of this world now. I want more people to be that sick. <laughs> no, I don't. Men, stop doing this to women. <laughs> that's my that's my sign off message for this one. I was like, men. 
Stop. <laughs> and I second that. Stop. <laughs> that's that's my message. This was such a fun episode. It was so fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. My favorite haircut in the comedy game. Thank you. And I'll I'll be sure to think about trying that with my aunt. <laughs> So terrified. Just of like her. look in the mirror and say, I don't like you. <laughs> Just right, build and up try the confidence. It. Rehearse it. That's what I recommend. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> I look forward <laughs> to hearing about it. All right. Thank you so much, dear. I love you. I love you too. Atsuko is currently on tour. Go to atsukokatsuka.com for tickets and be sure to check her out in Fairview on Comedy Central and Washingtonia on Paramount Plus. Again, if you want to tell your story on the juice, send them in by visiting teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. And if you love this episode, please gossip about us to your friends. And please also leave a great rating and review on Apple Podcasts too. It means a lot. The Juice is produced by Nick Liao, Jen Samples, and Lisa Berm. Executive producers are Jeff Ross, Adam Sachs, and Joanna Salataroff. Engineering and music by Eduardo Perez. And a special thanks to Maddie Connors. I'm Solomon Giorgio. See you all back here next week as we dish out more of the low-stakes gossip you love to hear on The Juice. And please, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 